spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 holy Thursday. Happy Thursday and it's opening day. That's right. The home opener for the Arizona Diamondbacks, the 25th home opener. And if you go tonight or if you're watching on television, you'll get to see a miracle. The miracle's name is Tyler Moldovan, Phoenix police officer. Shot eight times and left for dead in December of 2021. And we were talking about Tyler and how the doctor said he wouldn't, he wouldn't make the night. And then he did. And then we're saying, gosh, I hope, it, I hope he just gets past Christmas. And then he did. Yep. And now we're years later, he's recovering, um, you know, and he's going to throw out the first pitch. He is a miracle. Yes. If you were to say, what's a miracle? Yeah. A guy that, that we thought, even if he survives, do you want to live a life? Because let's just say he does survive. Your body says, okay, but what's your brain going to be like? What's your body? Guess what? Mm. Seems to be pretty darn good right now. He's breathing on his own. He's... His arms can move. He can put sentences together. It's a little bit slower than it was before, obviously. But they help him up. Uh, and they. this is the great part of the story, at least for me. Faith. Yeah. His family has faith. And all they did from the second they found out he got shot was pray. And they got their miracle. So earlier today on Five Spot, we do it at 415. We ask people to call in. Did you ever pray and get a miracle? Did God answer your prayers? Um, it was pretty interesting. Take a take a listen. Here we go. Patty in Phoenix, what prayer did you have answered? My grandson had fell in a backyard pool. And he did drown. His mom pulled him out of the pool and gave him CPR. And uh, first responders, you know, took over after that. And he was not breathing. His heart stopped. And by the time he got to the hospital, they got his heart going. But the chances of him um, coming back normal were very, very slim. Well, this happened on a Sunday. By Wednesday, he was already released. He was sitting up. He was eating pudding. There was nothing wrong with him. And he... He just made it. It was a miracle. Wow. The doctors and the nurses, were, they couldn't believe it. But we prayed and we prayed for him. We had our church praying. We had friends, strangers. Everybody was praying for him. He was only 23 months old. Jason and Gilbert. Jason, what was your miracle? Four years ago, on my 40th birthday, I uh, I, I drank and overdosed uh, intentionally. Oh. I was in a bad spot. Uh, in, in my head and I remember as I was kind of going out my, I remember seeing my at the time 17 year old daughter yelling daddy daddy and my eyes closed I could hear her I couldn't speak but I was uh, I was awake internally and I remember just praying like God get me through this uh, I made a mistake I don't want to die um, God has been great my prayer was answered uh, another miracle that I had is, is that my wife and my daughter stayed uh, with me through my rehab and I've been I've been sober ever since and I can't be more blessed. Jenny and Mesa, what was the miracle that you had answered? So my dad was on the liver transplant list for 11 years. And five years ago, he got his miracle and was able to get the liver that he needed to save his life. 11, did you pray for 11 years? 
We did. I mean, the, when he was first put on it, it, his condition wasn't that bad, but it progressively worsened, and the doctors knew he would need a liver, so they put him on the transplant list, and the last three to four years, it was really rough, and they were actually about to pull him off the list when they got the call two days after Christmas that there was a liver available for him. Mike in Avondale, what uh, prayer did you have answered? Well, my wife was diagnosed with bio duct cancer, which is almost always fatal, and from the liver and they took out a lot of parts and they didn't think she was going to make it and she's wonderful today that's great and she's uh i think free of cancer every time she goes in and that is truly a miracle because they said she would not make it riley and elmer Eyes, what miracle was answered i got two quick ones for you one uh he always provides for me man um all through covid i never missed a day of work neither did my wife and uh, about a year ago, we had to, due to certain circumstances, take our niece in. And you know what? It, everything is always met. All the needs get fed, you know. And the second one, and the most important one, is uh, two and a half years ago, my mother-in-law, or almost three now, uh, she was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, and she's a, a power of faith warrior. Um, and all we did was pray and I'm sitting here. She just had another checkup, and she is still cancer-free. Amazing. Amazing. That was part of Five Spot today. We do it at 4.15. We asked, what prayer did you have answered? The uh, incredible family, a police officer, Tyler Moldovan, all they did was pray and pray and pray. And guess what? He's recovering. Yeah. And tonight, he's going to throw the first pitch out at the D-backs game. Uh, what a miracle. Miracle indeed. That's a huge, huge miracle that's going to take place. And mm. I, I just think... What an ovation that's going to be. Yeah, what a absolutely. moment. What yeah. a moment for Arizona. Don't spoil it, D-backs. Yeah, don't screw it up. you got to win tonight. <laughs> don't amber turn the bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why are older people, uh, let's say, getting the job over a younger person? Because they show up, Gatos. They what work does that hard mean? and they show up. They have an it? ethics of working hard <laughs> and showing up. So is they this don't a bitch, new- whine, and moan. <laughs> they don't call in sick. Okay. They mm-hmm. don't go you that's what people are pointing out right. there is a uh, the fastest growing sector of hiring mm-hmm. is the 55 plus crowd because they show up they okay. work 850 if they have to be there by nine they're there at 850 they don't call in sick or say they're going to be late disappear they get the job done this is what they do do they and, do like a mediocre monday or whatever it's no, called they, no a bare minimum monday. bare minimum monday yeah no they don't do that okay they are and and you know what's funny is the hiring uh managers and and business owners are all saying the same thing it is easier to teach them about technology than to try to change a generation that really isn't into hard work okay but wouldn't the older generation not be good with technology you could teach people technology I don't and know, by the man. way we're talking people in their 50s they're probably okay Right. You're not asking them to go in and code a bunch of stuff usually. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, if, if they're a waiter or waitress, guess what? Now it's all done on a little, you know, handheld uh, device. But you're not asking, you're not hiring a bunch of people who've never coded before. It's like, no, you know, Ethel and, and, and Fred, <laughs> you know, the, the, we've never seen anything like right. that. No, it's not that. Right, 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 right. But so, I mean, so they show up, they're, they're, 
I mean, that's such a weird thing. They show up. It's like, all right, if you're if you're in your twenties and you and you're working, I mean, do twenty year olds really not show up for work? I mean, I know well, a lot of twenty year olds. My that brother are talks about how hard it is to get the people that he works with, his who's in the same generation, to show up for their jobs. It's amazing. He goes, "There's not a day that goes by where I don't look at the schedule and say, out of fifteen, three to five are going to call in sick." Other half's going to be late, and they're you know, and I'm just like that sucks. What did we talk about the other day? It was the uh, it was the job um, uh, when uh, it was the job interview that millennials oh. is it most is it Gen Z Gen or millennials? Z millennials but Gen, Gen Z Z's millennials asking that question. Yeah, they're going in. They're saying, okay, uh, I'm not going to tell you really why I'm here and why you should hire me, but I want to know what my days off are. Uh, do I get sick time? Uh, and What's my work life balance? There you go. Kados, what's my work-life balance going to be? Get out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me file that away with you. You're awesome. Yeah. Get out. And then we have the funny, you know, like some of them are taking their moms to their, like, to their, their interview. You weren't here from when we were talking about the things that Gen Z wants in the workplace, including you finding them a best friend at work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> They want attaboys. <laughs> they want best friends. They want uh, they want their opinions to matter from mm-hmm. jump. And they'll take less money, except for the part where they won't. Well, okay. you can give them whatever you want, and they're going to decide in their brain yeah. how much work they're going to give you. All right. Well, we've got bosses hiring older people because they actually show up. All right. Coming up next, we're going to. Uh, it should have been execution day here in the state of Arizona. Yes, our governor. Put the kibosh on that. She was supposed to show up at court today, and she didn't. What happened? We'll tell you next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. I want my sentence carried out. But the Attorney General said that it wasn't happening. And I want whatever gets my sentence carried out as fast as possible. Uh, that is scumbag Gunches, who was supposed to be uh, celebrating his death day today. That was stopped by the uh, governor, who refused to carry it out. And today there was a hearing of which this governor, Hobbs, was so busy, she couldn't show up to the thing that has kind of been one of her biggest issues here in this uh, in her first few months as the governor, uh, which is the death penalty. And how she shut it down because they are, quote unquote, uh, going to research all of this stuff. Stuff. Uh, a lot of people were hoping for answers today. That was Gunches. The guy's supposed to be yeah. put to death. He's ready to go. Why are we stopping? You know, it's interesting to hear from that uh, piece of garbage because it seems like not killing him is killing him. Yeah. I kind of like that he's upset. It makes me feel pretty good. He wants to die. He wants to get it over with. Um, but we're not allowing him to do that. And... It sounds to me like this is uh, this is not making him happy, and no. you know what? I kind of I kind of like that. I didn't know he felt this way necessarily. Uh, I mean, again, this is a, a crime that happened twenty something years ago. It happened in two thousand two. He killed a man named Ted Price. Yes. So we we spoke to his sister Karen. He's haunted you for years. He's still there. Absolutely, and and he will absolutely continue to be a part of my life. Until he is no longer alive. Do you plan to go and watch it if it's carried out? Yes, I do. His daughter will also be there. We spoke to his daughter, uh, Brittany, as well. And Brittany was 16 when this man killed her father, Ted. Still waiting. They're still waiting. 
They're still waiting. And you know what I took from the family when we talked to them? They want him dead. I'm trying to say, I'm trying to figure this out how to say this. They want him dead, not to punish him necessarily or to make him feel pain or or whatever. They just want to move on with their life. Yes. They're not like wishing this guy to get tortured. They're start, not, stop, start, stop, yes, start, stop. They're not interested in it. Really, the torture is what's happening to the family. They're being tortured by allowing this guy to continue to live and to continue to breathe. And so, listen, I'd like to see this get done. But I, I don't, we all would. I, the governor has to move this, this investigation. You know what? To me, it's not even an investigation. If you don't think the people are trained properly... Hire people who are trained properly and start it up again. And the medicine, whatever you're coming up with. But you know what? You owe the family today, rather than sending lackey to do your business, a, hey, you know what? We don't think this is right. We think that we are not getting it right. We want to make sure we have everything. We, we, we cross the T's, we dot the I's, that it's perfect, that we get this done the right way. That's why we're pausing it. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was, hey, uh, yeah, she was super busy today with water stuff, yeah. so she couldn't show up. Uh, so, uh, yeah. It's like, more, that's more punishment for the family. I just, I hate this. No respect for the family. If you want to investigate it, do it quickly, and, and let's get this thing going again so the Price family can move on. All right. Is the economy sick? Are we starting to get there? Is the U.S. economy unwell? All right. Well, let's let's talk about it. First of all, we had a couple banks go bad. We have seen the tech industry fire a lot of people. I was telling you earlier today, our, our son works uh, uh, for T-Mobile. Uh, they fired a lot of people yesterday. Yeah. And he, he was not one that was fired, thank God. Um, but what we're seeing are layoffs and you know the market hasn't been great we've seen gas prices explode again inflation hasn't gone down to where we'd like it to go and so the one thing that worries me is you know that the consumer out there even though all this stuff is happening they continue to spend and spend uh, but that I is now starting to stop spending credit's getting tougher to get Right. You've had the bank issues, which still aren't over, according to some people. Uh-huh. You've got a situation now where the the interest rates upon those credit cards are getting bigger and bigger, and it's outpacing your earning power now. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Uh, there's a lot of unsecured debt out there. Hiring activity is moderating. And we've got a jobs report that's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. And on the first Friday of every month, we get a jobs report. And the jobs report over the last few years have been very good. I, I don't know what this one is going to say. What would be a bad jobs report? I, I You know what? I think a that's a good question. They've because, been so wrong. Like, yeah. We expect 14,000 jobs. 395,000. The right. next one's like, we expect 215. It's 400. We, we have no idea. I think if we were to, you know, obviously contract a bit, that would be uh, something that people should worry about. But that's what... The Fed says we need to do. We need to see contract. We need to see jobs and layoffs get to the point where we're at about five to five and a half percent, which should bring down inflation. Our big issue on top of all of this is once we get into an, a recession-ish area, mm-hmm. what usually helps recession get out of recession is high interest rates dropping down. People take money out. Guess what? 
So many people have low, low interest rates, and they're not getting below that. So taking money out probably isn't going to be an issue. One of the interesting quotes that I was reading earlier today by an expert on the economy. Quote, the economy is unwell. It's not the flu, but it's a throat. It's a throat ache. It's a sore throat. Yeah. And it's unlikely to get better in the coming months. So I think when we look at tomorrow and we see the job report, may give us a better idea of how sick we really are. And the big one I look for is consumer confidence. If we're really starting, which I think we are starting to see consumer confidence slide, yeah. that means people are feeling uncomfortable about spending money. That's what's really going to cause and, some serious And we're stopping issues. to spend money because we're worried that we're going to lose our job. Yep. yep. That's the thing. That's Remember the point where we're like, if you want a job, there's a job out there. Yeah, there's two if you want them. Not the case anymore. Not anymore. In a lot of different aspects uh, of of work. So we'll see what the jobs report is. Um, we'll find out tomorrow. All right. Coming up next, uh, the White House, they got dunked on today. Dunked! They got dunked on. We'll explain what that means next. Did you see that uh, uh, Sting says that he gets $2,000 to $5,000 a day because P. Diddy sampled that uh, every breath he takes on? He gets $2,000 a day because yeah. of that? That's got to be good. That's got to be good. That's got to be good. So the White House has a racist first lady, according to oh. LSU. Oh. Uh, the basketball team, the female basketball team, the, the the champs, the champs. That's right. They defeated the Iowa, the corn fed whiteies. <laughs> right. And so and so this 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 first lady, Dr. Biden, it's like, we don't want black people here. The, no, that's not what happened. Iowa's super white. That's the way the people took it. OK, because she made a hey, you know what? Why don't we invite both teams from the national championship game? To the White House. So LSU beat Iowa mm-hmm. in the March Madness uh, women's uh, yes. tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so and so Jill Biden wanted both teams. That's not yeah, how it Yeah, she works. made a suggestion. But and that's then not she how said it, works. it was a joke. But by then, everybody had gotten butt hurt. And then, of course, <laughs> racism! Racism! She and, wanted the white people in the White House. Because uh, are there any black people in Iowa? Uh, probably. There's... Probably not a lot. I you mean, know, Obama did win Iowa one year. He, he did. He did. He stole that one from Hillary. Oh, good. see, right there, racism. Did you guys hear that? Because he's black. He said he stole it. That's right. So that's, but that's the way it's being taken. And now sure. LSU doesn't want to come. <laughs> right. And then, you know, and by the way, the star of the, the you know, the final four and everything, uh, she played for uh, Iowa and she said, look, no. They won. They should go. They deserve to go. They're right. the winning team. Yeah. I lost. Why am I going to meet? Trump's like, if I was president, none of you are coming. By the way, <laughs> let me look this up. Uh, I didn't like uh, Donald Trump at all, but uh, I like the way he treated basketball champions. He invited uh, one out of 14 basketball champions in his tenure in the White House. Yeah. Uh, so there were 14 basketball, whether it was, you know, uh, collegiate or du- it was yeah. WNBA, you know, NBA, NBA, that, du- they were right. going to come. He didn't want them there. No. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's it's the tradition. You go if you're invited. But, you know, and the stupid thing was with Trump. Well, I don't like Trump, so now I'm not going to go. Okay, fine. Then don't go. I just think we should stop it. Stop the yeah, whole thing. Stop the you whole thing. You win something. Guess what? You don't get to go to the I White House. I don't need to no know that what. you pardoned a turkey. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, you got on, what is it, Monday, the day after uh, uh, Easter, they're going to have the, the giant, huge, uh, like, egg roll and stuff. It's where not they even all an just, egg roll now. I know. Well, it's a potato roll. It's potatoes. 
Eggs Bo- are very potatoes. expensive. Potatoes. Hey, speaking of food, uh, you ready for some dinner tonight? Man? Oh man, what it, what would, what would you say if I told you that you could have dinner and you don't have to uh, have Uber Eats bring it over? No one has to cook it for you at your house, so you don't have to cook it yourself. Okay, tell me more. Uh, drones. In Phoenix, you're going to get drone food delivery. It debuts in Metro Phoenix, and it will deliver your burrito, your chicken parmesan sandwich. I don't know if pizza pie can do that. I'm not sure. Pizza it's gonna pie. Be. But you will, it will be delivered to your backyard. I find that the backyard interesting. Okay. It's not going to be your front yard. It's not going to be where your door is uh, <laughs> leading to the front. It is your backyard. All right. And a drone has GPS. Okay. And it I'm will deliver whatever you want. Pool, floating around. That's it. And then it flies over and drops the pizza into it's, the pool because <laughs> I've seen this commercial. <laughs> it's fascinating. And it's going to make us all more lazy and fat. Fat. Uh, and it's coming, it's coming soon. Uh, the, the company says Phoenix uh, in parts of the valley... They like those autonomous uh, vehicles. Cars, yeah. So let's try it there. Because there's seem- nobody to blame. Uh, if you have an autonomous car, there's nobody to blame climate change on. <laughs> I can't yell at somebody who's not in the car for climate change. <laughs> the drone will take the prepared food from the restaurant parking lot. So the person in the restaurant will, will take the food out. They will attach it to the drone with a hook. Who's flying the drone? That I have no idea. <laughs> I, have no, I guess it's the company. It's got to be the company, people in the company, right? But it's not the restaurant that's flying but the drones. You have to be. Uh, well, we need to find a drone expert to talk. It'll about It'll touch how down far in your backyard. Go. It'll right? touch down. How about this? What if you're stuck in traffic and you're hungry? Yeah. That's a cool thing. That's but do you awesome. have to be at a house? Might have to be at a house. Yeah, see, that's I've already ruined thing. that. That's next, though. Yeah. How do you drop a burrito into my window so I could eat it on the way yeah. home? Yeah, that's dropping a burrito, I'll tell you that one. <laughs> Hey, Becky Lynn's up next. No she's way. terrific. Yeah, she's got Arizona's evening news. Uh, we're back at two tomorrow. Uh, we're fun. Deal with it.